This is the Tour de France podcast for idiots by idiots with your hosts, Jelly and Mustard, sponsored by Hand Up Gloves. Hey, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> hey, friends. Bonjour, mes amis. This is Mustard. Uh, y buenos dias. Me llamo Gelito, because we're still in España. And uh, welcome back to Mustard and Jelly's Tour de France podcast for idiots by idiots, presented by Hand Up Gloves. We are back. A lot of people didn't think we'd make it back, Mustard, to a second uh, episode. A lot of haters out there. A lot of haters coming at us early uh, <laughs> after episode one. But as, uh, quote, um, uh, Mary Todd Lincoln, 1752, there is no such thing as bad press on the Internet, end quote. Right? This is true. Yep. This is true. So we're... Coming at you today, recapping stage one of the Tour de France. What a kickoff, Mustard. What a kickoff. Did not disappoint. Agreed? Man, it's not even July 4th yet, and there's already fireworks. Boom. That, wow. Look at that. Look at this guy. That was uh, that was a segue right there, and I love that. Um, man, it's, it's been a big day. day. It's, been day. A, uh, it's been a big day uh, for us. Mustard, uh, Mustard rode his bike today. Um, I did not. I was recovering from um, having six eight-year-old girls uh, sleep over at my house, and uh, it uh, it went it went late into the night, and it was it was it was a lot. It was a lot of energy that I'm not accustomed to, but um, that yeah. doesn't have anything to do with the tour. That is <laughs> that's just what I'm going through personally. Must yeah. uh, take me through your day. I, well, the the power of the tour happens every July. People. You know, see it, watch it, get into it, and all of a sudden want to go ride their bikes and ride them hard. I had a little trouble finding some friends that wanted to ride as hard as I did, but so we ended the ride at a coffee shop, had some muffins and donuts. It was quite pleasant, really. That sounds delightful. Um, Good for you. Way to treat yourself. It was real delightful. I'm glad you treated yourself. We're all about self-care here at the Tour de France for Idiots by Idiots PB Hand Up. Gloves. We'll talk more about hand up later because there was some good. um, If you watch the live tour feed today, there was some great sheep uh, content. Which, of course, without sheep we don't have wool. Uh, Without wool, we don't have hand ups, wool socks, which are excellent. Um, We're big fans of those. I'll tell you, Billy, you're you nailed it. I wore my wool socks today. Wear them every day from hand up. Three hundred degrees out there, and you were in wool socks. Felt great, didn't you? Yeah, I mean they're they're the best for you know sweating in your feet. Yeah, can't beat it's, them. Uh, can't beat them. But man, we've got uh, mustard. We've got a lot to yeah. discuss today. It's stage one of the tour. Oh, yeah. We talked about uh, how how rough this thing looked. You you said death by a thousand cuts. It lived up to that, and and then some. We got drama. We got crashes. We've got genetic abnormalities. Chromosomal insanity, interdimensional relativity, towing and recovery, uh, silly hats. Yeah. Uh, stage one delivered <laughs> in Spain. In Spain. In Spain. Multiverse. In España. Man, yeah. so much. And it's uh, there, there's nothing else to do other than to get into it. But 
I think, you know, first off, let's recap episode one, our first time podcasting. We walked in with no plan. Uh, we sat down. The hand up execs said, this is your elevator pitch. Let's see what you got. Go with it. And we got feedback. Um, what, what feedback did you get on episode one? I want to talk a little bit about that before we get into the race. Well, yeah. How'd your sure. wife, how'd your wife No, it, it was good. I think we rolled out. Well, she had a lot of criticism. Uh, apparently, we talk on top of each other. We got to smooth that out. But um, she really never has anything great to say about about us anyway. No. Um, no. With good reason. But uh, it's, yeah. No, she's got a point. Well, but we're excited, especially not preparing for this at all. No. But, um, yeah. Cool. No, I thought it went pretty well. And now that the tour is officially started I, I feel like we're we're in our element well she's one fish in the sea um there and there are others um not saying you should go fishing just making a general observation um about aquatics but um i got some you know got some good feedback long time chattanooga cycling stalwart uh tiger martin said love the podcast think you're on to something but he could have meant i think you're on something um which which is fair. So I'm not sure what that was. Eric Kenderson chimed in. He was, you know, longtime friend surprised that we mm-hmm. actually pulled this off as long as we've been talking about it. So at least three people um, were into it. We had some Cavendish hate coming across the feedback line, which we talked about that. Yeah. Susie, Susie yeah, you're not going to mention any names, that. Susie Farmer saying she wasn't into the cockiness of the Cav, but We'll get more into that later. Cav, not, well, not a day for Cav, but uh, we'll yeah. show you that. Um, no. But they um, made it through it. And, you know, you got to understand, there is a there is a difference between cocky and confident. Yeah, and there's a special, there's something special about that British cockiness. True, pure British cockiness is a, is a special thing, and he's he's got it. Uh, Pidcock is carrying the flame there. We'll talk more about that later. Again, not a, not a great day for either of those guys. But, um, man, I think bottom line is my takeaway, whether it's real or not, what I'm, what I'm going to take away mustard is that there's, uh, we're, we're feeding, we're feeding a need. Uh, there's a hunger for what we're bringing to the table. Uh, are there other Tour de France (laughs) podcasts? Yeah, sure. There are. Um, we're not going to name names, but, um, I feel like we're bringing something that the people really want. So um, we're going to keep doing it because it's uh, it's where we are. It's what, you know, we're, we're the hero that we you don't deserve us, but you need us. That's what I think. Yeah. So let's well, we um, should, uh, we should, let's get into this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I'm um, I'm out at the I'm out at a lake right now. It's raining, thundering. Um, you were out at the lake as well today. So we're doing this remotely. Mustard and I are not in the same um, we're two condiments, not in the same refrigerator right now. So we're, we're testing our technological <laughs> limits. Um, but, uh, yeah. we're going to get into it. Um, again, we're, uh, episode two now we're, we're, we're making our way presented by hand up gloves. Um, the best in the biz, nothing says road cycling like hand up. We all know that. And, um, let's get into the race. Shall we mustard? Yeah. Um, what did you I don't know? We could start. I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing today because I had 
a bunch of eight-year-old girls running around my house and it was too early to drink. Um, so I just, I just dove in and watched the entire live feed and it was, I'm going to say the first part of the race was a lot more boring than I expected it to be. I didn't think it got really interesting until the second half for sure. The breakaway was there from the beginning. Um, but it was clear it wasn't going to get anywhere. Um, but man, the second half of the race got real fun and real interesting, uh, real quick. Yeah. Once they started hitting those ladder climbs, um, got, got cool quick. Yeah, it was a, ended up being definitely a GC day, um, when it started pitching up quick and hard and steep, uh, you know, a couple GC guys are out of it. One is really out of it. Like, uh, uh, are, who are really out of it. No moss. Eel, no moss. No moss. No moss. And no carapaz. Um, he gone too. Yeah. Oh. 15 minutes. He's back. He's back in the back now. No, he quit. He's a workhorse. No, he now. quit. He done. Oh, he quit. Oh, he quit. He broke his oh, kneecap. I didn't even see that. He broke his kneecap. He's out. Let's no, uh, no. let's take that wow. moment right there to give a shout out to our boy Paco. Hey, we're gonna have to get it. We're gonna have to get Taco to call in to, to talk on yeah. on the, the fella. We rode with him today. He's on the men. He's he's coming back with a with a fire. Well, um, he can certainly we did speak some intervals for uh, today. Well, he can certainly speak to the the, the uh, pain of the broken patella, uh, and that is the fate of Richard Carapaz. Yeah. So two potentially top five guys we discussed yeah. yesterday Ooh. are now out of the tour on day one. Um, yeah, that's, that's gone. Bad. Gone. So. Yeah, so like 30 miles out, the breakaway got caught, and um, that's when things really heated up. Mustard, uh, 26 miles to go. They're on a Category 4 climb. NBD, no big deal, typically. Quinn Simmons was on the front on that. It was cool seeing the Stars and Stripes on the front. Loved that. Uh, looking strong yeah. there. Um, he had done some work to lead out his boy, Pedersen, who's a probably a green jersey guy, a uh, real contender for that down the road. But all that was was minor uh, kind of fodder content for the day. Uh, all the sprinters get dropped 26 miles out. They're done. So, you know, forget that narrative. No, You know, the Cavs story lives another day. Um, so at that point, if everybody's like, okay, it's coming down to the decisive Category 2 climb. Uh, the coat, I wrote this down, the coat de vivero um which uh i you, tapping into my spanish i think literally translated means the uh vivid jacket i'm gonna i think um which i think is a biblical reference mustard if i'm not mistaken um that so when um moses put on the coat of many colors and threw um king david into the lion's den um which is in your bible so read that That's well that's that's fact. And uh, speaking of lions, let's talk about uh, a big lion today, Nilsson Powell. Yes, because very proud of him and his performance. Yeah, two Mr. America. Two interesting things going on for EF at the same time, and and yeah, if they knew that both of them were happening at the same time, I'd be surprised. So um, they're on that cat two climb. Powell just manhandles that KOM, takes max points on the biggest climb of the day, goes into the polka dot jersey for stage two. First time 
interesting uh, tidbit here. First time since 2017, I believe, that an American has been in the KOM jersey. And the last one, do you remember who it was? The last one? Nate Brown. Nate Brown. Where's he from? Tennessee. Tennessee. Memphis. Yep. Oh, that's where we live. Yeah. Yeah. Not Memphis, but Tennessee. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah. Who knew the flat land was prime? But yeah, 2017. Also on EF, right? Uh, on the EF at the time. So uh, yeah. So there you go. So our boy pals, we're great stuck. day and day for that. And what did we say yesterday, mustard? If Carapaz gets into trouble, we called it. What's going to happen? Who's going to get to eat? Nielsen Palace. Palace is he's 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 their GC guy now. Well, in my opinion. So. I think he I, I think he fell off on the time at the end, well, so I don't know. But is he? But certainly, I think their plan is well, they want that polka dot now. You're going to see Palace on the hunt, going for stage wins and going yeah. for the going for the KOM. And a lot of times, those things go hand in hand, right? If you can get away in those breaks, if you can get into those KOM point fights, uh, you can get into some stage wins, and that would be that would be fun to see. So we're stoked for him. Um, we called yeah. it. Did we call this race there's perfection? Ninety nine percent yes. Um, maybe not at the finish line. You know, we'll talk about that in a minute. Not at the finish line. We, I don't know who could have predicted the finish line today. Yeah. That was, uh, like you said, that was a matrix uh, type of situation. Yeah, but let's let's get to the finish but, uh, because yeah, we could talk. Let's get to it because we got a few minutes. Yeah, let's get to it. We got That's a few good. minutes left. We got ten k to go. Pudgy Carl and and my name is Jonas come to the front and they start. They start slinging fish at each other, like Jonas is back in the marketplace. Yeah. He's he's pulling out a Chilean sea bass and chucking it at Pudgy Carl, and they're they're duking it out. And all of a sudden, there's like the two of them and one like rando Kofidis dude who's like, I am way way outkicked my coverage <laughs> on this, and uh, that'll probably be the last time we see that yes. poor fellow. But um, they start duking it out. Pudgy Carl looks over his shoulder at one point at Jonas and is like, let's go, my man, do some work. And Jonas is like, nah, bro, I'm good. Uh, you you go ahead. And um, Wout had been separated at that point. Um, Jonas seemed content to, to let that little chase group catch back up. And then the surprise happens while those guys are kind of jockeying around. And all of a sudden, some scene from The Matrix takes place. Some, some, all of a sudden we're in some bizarro, uh, multiverse where these two identical twin guys in different costumes are fighting together. And it's the Yates boys, old, old, old mom, old man Yates boys. Yeah. It was, it was beautiful. Uh, we couldn't, have t- we couldn't have told them, told them apart if they hadn't have been in different kits. Which who won? It was wild. Which one of them was it? Simon or uh, Adam or Alex? It was Adam. Herb. Yeah, but it could have been either or. That's what was amazing. Here's I mean, here's my question. And just this how like, when we get we're going to get Taco in to talk about knees, but if we could get like a like a like a Neil deGrasse Tyson type guy in here, I would like that because my question is <laughs> if, if yeah. two identical twins. Go first and second in a race. Did is it technically a tie? I mean, they're genetically the same person, right? Chromosomally, they're the same person. I I don't know. 
I don't know how that works. That's science. I, I, think, I think they gave the win to Adam, that, but, but I know Mama Yates. They gave the win to Adam, but technically they both yeah, won. They gave I, think, I think that's how that works. That's science. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't you know. know Mama Yates is, is proud of her boys. Yeah. Well, but that, it, was, one, that was wild. The big winner today is the Yates family Christmas card because that's decided at this point. Um, I hope. Yeah. I like yeah. to think we're, we're on the receiving end of that. So we'll, we'll look forward uh, to that. Yeah, so big. Sure. Big day for the Brits, and, uh, you know, they go one-two in the stage. Uh, big day for the Yates family. Good for them. Congratulations, England. Uh, you won the stage on July 1st. And enjoy it for three days because on July 4th, guess what? What happens there, Justin? Well, it's where we celebrate where they got beat. Yeah. They got beat pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. In 1776. Mm-hmm. I bet, but, uh, you know... I bet the Brits were feeling good about a win on July 1st back in 1776, too, weren't they? A couple of days later. Yeah, a couple yeah, of days later. Tables turned. Mm-hmm. So, going to go ahead and predict. But really, go ahead and predict Quinn Simmons wins friends. on the 4th. Let's predict that right now. Quinn Simmons is going to win on the 4th, 100%. He better. Oh, yeah. But really, does it, does it really count as a Tour de France win when you won in España? Well, obviously not. Do they really get to take that home? Yeah, with them? No, they don't. I mean, they can. Okay, they can take it home, but that's like getting a green ribbon at field day for participation. Yeah, yeah, you showed up. Congrats! Yeah, it's a participation award. Yeah, everybody. But it was amazing, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have a uh, have a fruit by the foot and a Capri Sun and head on home. But good for you anyway. Thanks for coming out. Uh, good for the yeah. eights. Good for if, the eights brothers, though. Um, so that's an interesting hypothetical, though. Like the the genetics of the whole thing. Um, in our last couple of minutes, mustard. Um, who's your big winner today? Other than the Yateses, obviously. Well, the big winner is Paulus. I agree. I think he's one of the things we're going to do uh, for all all three of y'all listening at home is uh, we're going to have the sugar of the day award um and that award is named mm-hmm. after our dear friend uh the prince of saudi uh scott sugar brandon and how would you describe that award i think it goes to the person that's um certainly the most aggressive maybe the one who does the uh you know the most unexpected thing i give that to palace today he's our sugar of the day i think yeah yeah it's it also encompasses you know some kind of crazy stunt Maybe if a guy goes off a road through a ditch, mm-hmm. you know, cuts off half the mountain, stays on his bike. Yeah, you never know what you might see in the tour. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be a sugar of the day award. I'm sure we'll find one every day. Yeah, big losers for the day for you. That's pretty obvious, I think. Well, obviously, yeah, no moss and carapaz. Yeah, carapaz tents and uh, no moss uh, there. Those guys obviously. The big losers on the day. Certainly, you hate to see it. You know, you love the drama. You love the the crashes. It, we like the crashes. We hope nobody gets hurt. It's like people who say they don't want to see crashes in the tour, like people that say they don't want to see fights in hockey. Uh, those people are liars. Um, you know, the crashes mean it's exciting. It's going well. We don't. We wish them well. We hope they recover. They will. Um, Moss looked like he got his bell rung pretty good. Um, but certainly, Palace uh, on the on the win on the uh, the sugar of the day. We love seeing that. Um, but man, uh, real quick, you Couple know, you're, 
Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, not to cut you off, but a couple of surprises today is we didn't see Vanderpool or Philippe in that uh, that lead GC group. No, uh, I was expecting they got dropped a little bit. Yeah, I, I thought Philippe would like that one today. He got dropped. Wout was there, but didn't have it to finish. You know, we both picked him. I think yesterday that was he was there in the yeah. end. Um, but yeah, he's not far down though. He's yeah, not far. Yeah, he's he's there. He's there. Uh, Jumbo looked good on the whole. Um, UAE obviously had a day with first and third. Pudgy Carl getting third there. Um, Yellow jersey, uh, you know, obviously Yates gets it. But in the big picture, um, did you like what you saw today out of the big boys? Yeah. I mean, if you look at the the team classification, uh, Jumbo Visma is still in first in the team classification after one day. So that just tells me their team is is staying together as a you know as a unit and finishing strong. You know the team gets you gets your guy there. So um, I think uh, I think they, Carl has a, has a great team too. But you know it's something to see. They were they were happy with the day for sure. I think uh, Jumbo wanted the win with Walt. He was he should have been there. He he was out of gas. I don't think they're sweating it though in the big picture. Yeah, um, they were looking good. How about your boy uh, Le Frenchman, hey. uh, Pino sneaking into uh, into fourth I was, there today? I was, yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say we we're just talking about Pino. Uh, He's staying with it. You just wait till they get in their country. Mm-hmm. They get a whole new yeah, a whole new pep in their step. Yeah, it's like home they, court. They got to have the fans. That really rough advantage. Uh, not anywhere to be seen. And we predicted this yesterday. Uh, old, old David Gaudu was a Gaud don't uh, don't don't want to be anywhere near the GC finishers up there. So I think in the big picture, it's it's looking like the the two man race again for the yellow and in, in the long run. And yeah, Vanderpool. Um, you mentioned him. Mm-hmm. I have a theory about why he wasn't there today. You want to hear it? I can, I can imagine. I think somebody. Yeah. I think somebody on a rival team switched his shampoo to decaf. That's my theory. That, that ain't right. No, that ain't right. Let's see how he handles it. Um, tomorrow we're still in Spain, mustard. Uh, we're still in the Basque country. Uh, one of the things that we um, wanted to do was we know that our pronunciation is not always great, um, so we're going to. Um, other podcasts have done this. Um, in different ways, we wanted to make sure that we had the most authentic pronunciations of, of the stages and things. So we've reached out. We mentioned uh, Sugar, the Prince of Saudi Daisy, Tennessee. Um, he's, a, he's a linguist. Um, he's a, uh, a learned man of the world. We've reached out to him to give us um, the pronunciation. So we make sure that we're bringing the most accurate info we can to you people. So um, he had some pronunciations for us for today's stage. Uh, and we hope that he will be able to deliver those for us every week. This just came in uh, to me while we were doing this. So um, we were saying Bilbo Baggins to Bilbo Baggins for stage one. Let's quickly cut to sugar to end today with the actual pronunciation for stage one coming at you here. Did you get that? I didn't do it. Nope, didn't hear it. Well, that's all right. But in any case, we'll. Um, he said stage one was Bilboa to Bilboa, so I think we were off a little bit on that. But we will. Um, we'll work on our technology there, and in, in episode yeah. uh, episode three, stage two, um, 
get back with you. It's a Basque country. Nobody who knows how to pronounce anything up there. It's not even Spain. It's not even yeah France. It's what who knows, man. All we know is they wear those weird black pancake hats yeah. around. Everybody's wearing. But hey, props to those fans, <laughs> man. Those guys were bonkers. They were out like it was out duez. Did you see that? Anyway. I did. I will say this, Jelly. Uh, tomorrow's going to be great too. You know, mark my word. The way that stage finishes finishes down that downhill, mm-hmm. uh, Saint Sebastian, I believe yep. it's called. Yep. That's that's a steep, rowdy downhill, and I think you're going to see some action. I think I so. Think too. You're going to see some Saint Sebastian. Whoever goes over the top, and they're a good downhiller. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. You want to you want to uh, go ahead and call it. You know what I'm about to say. Yeah, I do. Go ahead. Yeah. You say know it. who I'm going to call for I want you to say it. I want you to say it. Oh, boy. Tom. Pidcock. Tom Pidcock. Yeah, I like it, too. That was he can downhill like, like nobody else can. Yeah. And, and, um, and if he's going over yeah. that, well, you know, let him go a minute behind mm-hmm. over the top. Yeah. And we'll still see what happens. See what happens. Uh, as the Brits would say, Josh around That's and find good. out. Josh around and find out. Uh, St. Sebastian, <laughs> uh, the... Um, I think most people know this, the patron saint of disc brakes, uh, and they're going to need them in that finish tomorrow. Uh, yeah. But we're, we're both like, exactly we're like in Pidcock there. I think um, we got to cut it off. Uh, we're two for two, Mustard. I think as podcasters, we're in the yellow jersey right now, and let's keep it that way. I'll see you tomorrow. I love you. Au revoir. Adieu. Yeah. Bonsoir. A demain. Pan chocolat, baby. Justard and <laughs> Justard and we'll Melon. Mustard and Jelly. Pause. Justard and Melon. Out. Mustard and Jelly. See ya.